Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. Yes, here we are, friends, family, community, recording at the Ignite BBB Podcast Studio in sunny San Diego. A little rainy, but we got the sun popping out right behind us. Yep, I'm hoping it's over. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm Danny. And I'm Jeff. This is the tradespodcast.com. Uh, we got a nice topic right here for you because um, I, I don't know about you, Jeff. I've actually been hearing a few uh, reports about employers or, or the kind of the, cert, the the great resignation that we had talked about, uh, I think, last year is is slowing down. Not a, peop- not a lot of people are... Uh, switching jobs, they're not switching industries anymore. Um, they're looking to find something that they can um, settle down with and hopefully find a long-term career with, um, where we've absolutely talked about that the trades, the industry, the construction, a home improvement area is a place where anybody and everybody can absolutely find something that they can fit in. But I think that needs to switch around now because the power is going to be in the employer's hands. You know, where the employer's hands are going to be needing to double check their process, their procedures and ways to keep employers or employees at their uh, at their job sites. Uh, or even if it's a subcontractor, keeping their subcontractors happy. Um, so I found a little article. OK, found a little article. It was three reasons why nudes trades, new trades people don't stick around. And, uh, of course, this is just a surface article that I know we've touched base on, but this is from constructiondive.com, uh, three reasons why new trades people don't stick around. And, uh, uh, it was written by Mr. Fulton cure, but, uh, some topics that we found and that they found obviously impatience and training, um, there's, uh, the blue collar work, the type of work that has to get done behind it. And of course, when it comes down to the leadership, leadership roles, uh, are important for everybody to one, you got to master and understand, um, your employees, your culture and the process procedures that are needed to be done. And, uh, those messages need to get across to the employer and employee, um, really successfully if you want a successful uh, business to absolutely so i think most business owners most managers have a, a, a great understanding of their job is to um one make the company profitable yeah and one of the ways you do that is have happy trained engaged employees so uh, we've talked about culture Mm-hmm. We've talked about safety training, um, um, advancements in your career. I mean, all those things uh, your employee needs to be aware of yeah. and engaged in with you. So, yeah, I mean, if you, you hire a guy in, in a construction site and you're a home builder and all you do is have him move rocks, you know, it doesn't matter how much you pay him, if, you know, it's just in a short amount of time. If there's not a purpose to his job that he can see and f- have some fulfillment in it, right. if there's not a line of uh, advancement that he can understand, if I learned how to do this, mm-hmm. you know, I can move on to a more engaging aspect of the company, a h- higher pay. Um, so all those things come into play with how you manage your company. Yeah. 
Yeah. And 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 I, I can see exactly what you what you mean on that part where if it's I can see more of a smaller crew, maybe three to four guys uh, on a one project um, where that one guy, like you said, he's his job is to move the debris out and into the dump truck, you know, and and whereas he's and all the guys around him are actually doing the um, the, the the framing or say it's framing and um, are doing a lot of the more intricate work that like you said has a little bit more purpose yeah well let, let's let's take a deck building as an example Dan. Sure. and you you are a high production company you've got lots of projects going um you've got crews on different sites and you have to clean up those sites so you have a guy that it's his job to pick up the truck in the morning the dump truck and go to different job sites pick up the pile that's the driveway, the backyard, wherever it is, load it, maybe hit two or three jump uh, job sites, and then take it to the dump. You know, that is a not that hard of a job. It is a very necessary component of the job, but how fulfilling is it to do for year after year? Right. Without seeing, you know, I've been to 500 job sites in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't picked up he hasn't picked up a hammer or yeah. been asked to uh, been asked to uh, uh you know take over some another aspect of the job. Yeah. I mean, so if you change that job up just a little bit and now it's his job to show up at that job site in the morning with the dump truck and help with the demo and he learns how to do the demo safe, safely. Right. You know, after a while of doing that, you know, what? maybe we got a really big job site. You know, I need him there to do it's demo nice. for a few days. Yeah. You know, so there's ways of integrating other trainings into your business model yeah. so that there's fulfillment in even the the beginning job, uh, uh, starter jobs that you have for the company so people can see an advancement. What, what advice would you give to anybody in a leadership role um, to, uh, about their training process and their mindset with a, say it's a brand new, brand new candidate coming out of high school, has very little knowledge on the job sites or the requirements, say, like you said, in the deck building side of things. Yeah. It's the, um, what, 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 what's, another, what's another piece of advice you can give? Well, as, as your business grows, um, I always used to have to explain this to people. We're, we want growth. And within our company, and I always, you'd come back and you'd talk to the employees, and they would think money. We just need more sales, and I just got to work harder. Mm -hmm. You know, no, no, growth does other things. It provides opportunities for advancement. If you are running two job sites a week, you as a business owner can probably manage those. Yeah, you're running ten or fifteen jobs a week. You know what? You need a, a couple supervisors, yeah. you know, f- field uh, uh, managers, whatever the title you want to give for that is. Yeah. So outline wherever you're at in business. Have an end goal for you as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Having a uh, what's the end goal look like? How many employees are we going to have in the different positions? And then back documenting that to where you're at now. So what's that create for your employees? Uh, um, Here's my uh, 
uh, ladder to being a su- supervisor, my, my uh, career path. You know, I need to learn X, Y, and Z to get a raise. And when I l- learn the next four or five things, then I can be a supervisor. Right. You know, comes with a truck, you know, what, whatever your circumstances is. And that's going to play out in any industry out there. Yeah. You know, if you're a plumber, do you want to do the same water heater for the next 35 years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. That, that might be fine for some people, but other people want to know, you know what? I know everything about installing a water heater. I want to learn how to install uh, heating and air conditioning also. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, what's that next step? Yeah. What's the next step within that company? Um, mm-hmm. Or I don't see it in this company. You know yeah. what? I'm going to go to that other company that's, you know, obviously they're growing, they're super ambitious, and they're creating opportunities for their employees to, to learn, mm-hmm. to grow. Yeah. And I, I think a huge thing, I was just thinking about it. I mean, the, the, uh, and something that w- was brought up on the, uh, uh, on the article also was the, the means of delegating the means of delegating, like you said, that helps with growth also yes. where you're passing some responsibilities on to the person uh, that may have just started. And if they're ambitious about learning those new techniques or new processes or something brand new to their job description uh, and that used to be on your uh, list of things to get checked off and, and have to do that allows you to take on some more important things on the job site. Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely a, a whole industry of business coaching mm-hmm. that goes into coaching business managers, business owners on how to be more effective and profitable and, yeah. you know, on and on and on. Uh, that's that's a whole other subject. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about uh, training your employees. Yeah. I mean, there's other types of training too, not just uh, uh, safety training. There's uh, product knowledge training. There's skills training. But wh- what happens if you brought in a, a couple times a year, you brought in a financial person? Yeah. Or, you know, if there's a weekly article from that financial person that keeps in touch with all your employees and your employees now are financially better uh, stewards of their, their home budget, Mm -hmm. their investments, their, their goals in life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's huge to the success in the mental um, fulfillment of an employee, you know, not only is I, I've got a great job, my boss wants me to be successful not only at work but at home yeah. also. At home with the goals, with the family. You know, that, that's a huge thing Pers- in culture. Yeah. The per- personal development side. I think, like, like, like you, you always mentioned, the camaraderie behind the trades um, has absolutely just built, one, your personality of who you are today also. And obviously the same people that you've worked with and built your business with. Um, has led you to the podcast and the reasons why you want to push this out to the younger generations that we want to do that for, for everybody out there is a, uh, is a key thing that, you know, you've learned, you learned, you've learned your patience and your knowledge through building your business. And it's absolutely helped in that training side of things. Like you said, you know, being that support for your employees, I think. Is, is, absolutely. Is they, they always say, learn from your mistakes. Well, I've got a, boatload of them that I've learned from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so some, some things worked out great. Some things, you know, I've learned from. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, that training aspect is huge. Uh, one of the reasons why people aren't sticking around with the trades uh, um, jobs or say specifically just with one employer, um, that training, the, the patience of training. And I think that communication side, letting them know that they're not going to learn everything over in, in, one, in one week. They're not going to, they're, they're just obviously for certain jobs, they're not going to be allowed to take over uh, a job uh, in less than a week, you know, depending on who's, uh, how quick they are to learn and whatnot, but pay, training does take time. Absolutely. It takes time. And as an employee, you need to be patient in that fa- uh, aspect also. You yeah. might feel like you've been there for a few weeks or a couple months and you know what, this is getting way too easy for me. They're, they're not appreciating me. Yeah. You know, well, you're building reputation. Um, doing stuff so that it's uh, muscle memory in the way you do things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you, sometimes you got to be patient, you know? Um, other times, you know what? It's time to, Hey, I need to see if I can get an appointment with the supervisor or the boss. You mm-hmm. know, what am I doing good? What am I not doing well enough? You yeah. know, what can I do better? Yeah. So those are welcomed conversations by most uh, employers. Yeah. W- w- one of the, uh, I'll, I'll always use this anytime in my life um, where I have to, you know, note down some progress where I'm at in life or with someone that I'm working with directly. Um, Something that my dad actually passed on to me. He just always asked, let me, he says, anytime you go into an interview or you're already hired and you want some advancement, you want to learn more things. The best question you can always ask is to your boss, supervisor, whoever it might be. um, Where do you want me to be at in two weeks? Where do you want me to be at in three weeks? Where do you want me to be at in three months? Where do you want me to be at in a year? And if they don't have that answer, um, you know, make sure you get that for, from them because it's going to absolutely help you understand where, what you should be learning next and what you should be focusing on um, if you had already mastered one certain part of the job. And, um, you know, you're not asking for a raise. You're not asking for a promotion. Uh, you're just wanting to genuinely ask, where should I be in this amount of time? It sets a goal for you. It sets a goal for them to see if you can reach that goal. And ultimately, you know, it helps you advance in your career too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were telling me about that right now, Danny. I just remember one of the first interviews we did with my brother, Rob, with, uh, element design build. Yeah. And he was talking about one of the first jobs he had. And, uh, one of his, uh, bosses would ask him every day, what'd you learn today? What'd you learn today? Mm-hmm. And he says, I better have an answer. I better be able to tell him what I learned. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you go into that job with that kind of an attitude, what, what am I learning today? Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're doing the same exact thing, you, you know, you should be learning how to do it faster, learn how to do it safer, learning how to, yep. you know, get get to that point where you're starting earlier you know whatever you know it is yeah absolutely what'd you learn today yep yeah huge things huge things to take away from there um but another reason why people may not be sticking around with the trades industry or again with their uh employer uh is obviously behind the stigma of the blue collar work it's dirty it's tiring um jeff i mean you know, I'm sure you've heard that time and time again from uh, anybody that may have uh, decided to leave your your industry or um, your your business that you were running uh, with the with your pest, uh, with the termite control and pest control. Um, 
what, what do you say? What, what do you respond to that when people are saying like, oh, it's it's blue collar work. It's dirty. It's it's backbreaking. Um, what do you say to that? Well, p- p- part of you, where you're looking at it from is where were you before, where are you at now, and where you want to be. You know, um, some people call it paying your dues. You know, I know I know I've um, done a lot of things that I've looked at as I'm paying my dues. I've come home very dirty. <laughs> you know, yeah, like you're taking off as much clothes as you can on the front porch before you go inside. Right. You know, um, and you're doing longer that night. You know, that's one of the things in the construction industry. It can be very dirty and tiring work. Yeah. Um, but you always need to be looking ahead. Of after I've learned all this, you know, what's the next step? Well, mm-hmm. maybe I get to be the boss and I don't have to get as dirty, yeah. you know, or maybe I get to change up what I'm doing as opposed to, you know, I'm not in the trench, but I'm doing the framing around the trench as an example, right. you know, concrete forms. Yeah. Um, there, you take every type of job you've got, there's a, step forward, a step up that will allow you to advance. But you need to learn and master what you're doing yeah. each step of the way. Yeah. People don't just start off, you know, I'm the, the pickup guy, I'm doing the cleanup. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, oh, I've seen how these guys, all the tools they got. So I went out and bought all the tools, boss. I want to be the framer. I'm like, okay, did you learn how to frame yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've got to be able to, get trained on the different aspects of that and show yeah. your worth and your energy and your good attitude to be able to get that next step. Yeah. Go, go, going in and complaining about, Hey, I'm, you know, the rent just went up and I need a raise. That's not how you get a raise yeah. coming to the boss with that attitude. Yeah. You know, it's what can I do for you? What can I do to improve? What can I do to make this company better? Yeah. And I've constantly heard it. I mean, from, everybody that we've spoke with uh, in and outside of the podcast about um, working through the trades that, yeah, you're going to come out of some jobs sweaty. You're going to come out of some jobs smelly. You're going to come out of some jobs that you didn't expect to be crawling under a house when you needed to. Um, And, but what does that, what does that mean? That means that every day is not the same. You're not, you're not going to see the same repetitive um, job every day so you're going to see something different you could be inside you could be outside uh, The I think for me that brings some sort of excitement where I, I know from my perspective on my business that the, no, no weekend is the same every weekend is different every client is different every job requirement is different and uh, that's what gets me excited because there's something brand new. Um, you know, we're we're obviously providing uh, one of the same services, but uh, every environment is just a little different. That makes it makes yeah. it worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So even what you do with as a, a DJ and mm-hmm. uh, uh, event coordinator and yeah. all the different aspects, you know, you you're constantly striving to do a better job, provide a better experience to your clients. Mm-hmm. So that's growth. Um, we were just at the plumbing expo here in San Diego at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, yep. Danny. Trades uh, expo put on by PHCC. PHCC. Yep. And uh, we, we've talked with uh, several companies, several uh, – uh, you know, what part I really enjoyed is when I got to talk to the, the, the working guys 
and gals that were yeah. walking around. Yep. It's like, so did you go through the school? Where are you at now? Mm-hmm. You know, how's the company treating you? Yeah. you know, they, they were all happy because I think one of the things in the PHCC and the, the members that are there is they've done a really good job with uh, informing, documenting, and providing the advancements. Mm-hmm. So the, the PHCC has a school twice a week, four years, the, the days change, the training changes. But after four years, you're, you're a journeyman plumber. Yeah. So every step of the way, your employer, who's in a lot of cases paying for that training for you, mm-hmm. they're benefiting from your increased skills as you grow, and you're benefiting from the increased pay, knowledge, uh, expertise that you know will last you a lifetime. Yeah. So it, th- that part was really exciting to me. So you didn't r- see anybody that's like, well, yeah, um, I'm not really happy being a plumber. Boss, don't treat me right. No, yeah. the excitement was there about yeah. the, the future that they were seeing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not not only that, I mean, like you mentioned, there were uh, absolutely the candidates that were already working, going through the programs at PHCC, the Plumbing, Heating, Cooling Contractors Association here in San Diego. Uh, but that's spread out throughout the whole country. And we got a very small, you know, Southern California dive into uh, understanding uh, the parent side of things, too. We I got a chance to speak to some parents that were walking in with their kids yeah. uh, almost out of high school. And the excitement to hear from them, like, yeah, we just came over here to find out a little bit more about the trades, the industry, uh, talk to the business owners, the employers, the people that are uh, hiring the actual uh, um the journeymen on the jobs you know so one i think that was a a great positive thing uh to see and hear from parents that were bringing their kids over to the expo but also there were kids on their own that heard about it from school and ended up making their way over to the expo so one um for a lot of the uh you know new generation younger generation coming up there's not really looking at towards oh how dirty is it or what's uh, is it going to be tiring but they're looking for these opportunities that they know and have heard that uh it it interests them so i think that was a great positive thing to to point out totally agree with you danny it was a a great show for us we uh, really appreciate the opportunity to be there at the phcc um and we have uh some recordings going up in phoenix here Mm -hmm. uh shortly and uh Phoenix PHCC is one of our guests. So it's going to be interesting to see the same organization in two different cities. Yeah, two different cities, two different environments um, to understand where uh, where they're at right now within the state of Arizona uh, or even with the area of Phoenix, of uh, what their goals are for the year. And uh, obviously the collaboration that you know and can hear from the PHCC organization that there's um, constant work going on. Constant work going on. Absolutely. So, I mean, we're, we're covering those two topics. Um, the, uh, the time it takes to train, um, the impatience behind some employees, that's why they may be leaving, um, the, how hard and dirty the jobs can be, that's another reason. But the benefits that come out of learning a skill and taking your time with training absolutely coincides with uh, why you would want to stay within the trades. But on the other hand, another reason why people are 
tend to work. And I have to say, this is not just the construction trades. This is all across any workforce. I think when you're working and you have difficult managers or leaderships, uh, leaderships within the company, it, it definitely brings a a culture down within the company. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I know in the past, uh, my other company, we had two man teams. So we'd have usually a more experienced person and somebody, you know, as helper training, trying to, to grow. And if the experienced person is in a management role of managing one person and they're not getting along or he talks down to them or, you know, uh, says derogatory things, teaches them bad habits, you know, those are reasons why people will leave a job. Yeah. And I've experienced that. I uh, didn't really realize that was happening on this guy for a couple of things because he did, he was such a talented person, but eventually I started watching the job site, mm-hmm. you know, showing up more and more uh, okay, after two guys, what's, what's going on here. So I show up at the job site more and more and um, found out, you know what, you're, you're a super talented guy. You're, you know, you can do a lot of things. Appreciate all that, but you don't play nice, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to succeed someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> and what, you know, was that was that a, a let go letter? Was that letting them know, letting them go? No, yeah, that's what I do. I give people the opportunity to, to succeed someplace else. Yeah, right. and then you know. Here's Friday's paycheck. Yep, Friday's <laughs> paycheck. Yeah, I mean, and then and, and as a boss, you know, a boss mm-hmm. to other leader leadership roles, that's where you, uh, I mean, again, I think that's great. You You went in and realized those things. And, um, again, you know, sometimes right now you may be working with a very smaller crew, but if you have two-man jobs where you got four or five different jobs happening, that shows a testament for the actual business owner, CEO, president, um, you know, a director of any part of a business that if you're seeing a turnaround, uh, a high turnaround, then you may need to, yes, like you mentioned, a key thing, visit the job sites um, to make sure that people are happy. Absolutely. It's, uh, you, you've, you can't sit in the office and manage from afar. You got to get out and about. Mm-hmm. Especially with construction. Absolutely. You got to get your hands yeah. in there. So, and, and at the same time, we would have a, uh, uh, experienced guy and he'd, he'd get a guy working for him for a few days. And was like, this guy just ain't cutting it. I don't see it happening. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, like, okay. And then we switch him to another person and they'd click together and, you know, all of a sudden that's a great employee. You know? Yeah. So it's just, the the, the camaraderie that, yeah. uh, didn't mesh sometimes and you put them in a different uh, situation and they it's, can excel quite a bit yeah yeah the uh um the, the culture behind i think any company right now is going to be key um finding out what your culture is is a, is is a master thing also so um there's resources that we've had on the show from uh hr um resources that if you need someone to come in and find out exactly um kind of a do a in company audit of how your communication is happening and uh, from the job site to the office, from the office to the job site, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that can go wrong there. So um, please use the resources that we have and the podcast uh, so guests that we've had on the show. Before. So we want to give 
Christy Pastori. That's right. The Culture Pas- works. A yes, Culture plug. works. A call. You need. You have to. Culture, yeah. Christy Pastori, give her a call. Culture works. Uh, we had an amazing show and a lot of great uh, insights. So um, another reason why we want to continue to have more people on the show. Uh, we're excited for the next few months that are going to be coming uh, with a lot of the shows that we have. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. And uh, that's why we want to talk talk about those three key things of why people may be leaving the trades, uh, you know, actual company, the industry, or just that job uh, for those reasons. It's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a blanket for the reasons why they all are leaving. This is just only just a surface. So, um, you know, it's, I think it's key. Any, uh, anything? Absolutely. I, I think us as business owners, we have a, a responsibility to, uh, help grow mm-hmm. employees, whether it's within the company or their personal lives or in their attitudes of, um, what they want to do in life, you know? We need to provide an environment so that people can grow and s- feel happy and successful. Yep. So um, the old uh, uh, stick is just not cutting it anymore. No, nope. you know? nope. no. Well, that's that's why we're the resource. Yeah. We want to be that resource. So tradespodcast.com, uh, go visit us, uh, reach out to us. If there's any uh, questions you may have or resources that you may need, reach out to us. We'd be happy to help. And we appreciate your support. Thank you, guys. All right. Have a great day. The Trades Podcast. I want to tell you about Sage IT Systems. I have personally met with Judy, who gave me the behind-the-scenes tour of how Sage IT Systems works and helps out their clients. They've been helping my construction company for a couple years with all the challenges of COVID, taking staff remote, server backup, everything a business needs from an IT company, Sage IT Systems has been doing for us. The support they're giving to the Trades Podcast is fantastic. I highly recommend Sage IT. If you need a review of your IT systems, please reach out to Judy. Her cell phone, 619-743-5870, or you can go to sage-it.com. That's S-A-G-E-I-T.com. Thank you so much for your support for the Trades Podcast.